It's still real to me, damn it! I mean, thank you. Okay, welcome everyone. Another edition of It's Still Real to Me. And of course, everything Saslow Show 2.0 brought to us by the title sponsor of our program, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 800-747-3, You're involved in any kind of an accident, hit and run, slip and fall, motorcycle, boating. You go where they're going to treat you like family, get you the compensation you deserve. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, Our pal, of course, is Joey Levin, my partner here for every episode of It's Still to Me, It's Still Real to Me, and we have a show for you today. We're going to react to last Saturday night, two nights ago's Royal Rumble from St. Petersburg Tropicana Field, which, of course, I was there and attended. It's the third Royal Rumble I've ever attended. It was the most fun I've ever had at a, a Royal Rumble. Of the three, it was the best that I've been to. It was so much fun. And I will also tell you, Joey, it's the most fun I've ever had at a WWE event, period. The, the best time that I, and I've been to a lot of shows. All right. I've been to, been to probably like a dozen total pay-per-views, been to lots of Raw, lots of SmackDown. The most fun I've ever had at a WWE show was this Saturday night. I'll tell you exactly why in a second. But hey, if you look, if you want to look up odds, WrestleMania, all that stuff, we got the big game in a couple weeks. We know the participants, Kansas City, San Francisco, Bet Online is your number one source. For playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines with everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props, head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. How you doing, Joey? What's up, man? You good? I'm good. I'm good. I'm still, uh, you know, coming down from the Rumble. It was awesome. Great, I, great show. I'll tell you what, though. Twitter's t- Twitter's going to do what Twitter does torn on the show a lot of negativity towards I the saw. men's rumble which is weird to me because the, sh- the rumble was fun and the, particularly obviously we'll talk about the end but the, the 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 rumble the men's rumble itself i thought was great um so i don't know what these people are talking about but yeah uh, i'm ready to go man that was a fun show so normally we come at you guys on a sunday night and you know either either 7 p.m or lately it's been 9 p.m after i get off espn radio primetime we're coming at you tonight, right before Raw, mainly because last night, I mean, it's, we don't even need to get into it. I needed to go to the Travis Scott concert last night, which, uh, yes, those, those were yeah, You the told me words. that, and I was, you told me that, and I was, well, you texted me about that, and I was just, there was all types of questions I had, but I figured you'd talk about it. The quick story of it is, my son, Travis Scott, played at Kaseya Center last night. My son, my older son, who's 15, him and his friends, they love Travis Scott. And look, you could attest to this. You, you're Jewish. You grew up a Jewish kid. Jewish teenagers love rap music. Like, did, did you have that experience as well growing up? I did. Um, I don't think I was going to Travis Scott at 15, but I did. I did. Actually, I went to Kanye at 15, but it was a very small show. Very, uh, like, limited seating. Wasn't an arena show. Now, I, I wasn't into rap music growing up, but Jewish teenagers love rap rap music for what, whatever it is. All right. And so, yeah. So my, my son and his friends, they love Travis Scott. I got them tickets and, and they got dropped off at the show, but cause you know, the show started at nine. I'm on the air they, until nine. Your son, you probably loved it. 
you probably love this. This is a, a vinyl Kid Cudi, Travis Scott, the Scots when they came out. Like I'm sure my years son ago. would love that. I'm sure he yeah. would love that. But so they get dropped off at the arena at 9 p.m. I'm wrapping up primetime here in my house on ESPN. And the condition was we had four tickets. I, I got to go and at least be there, you know. So I said, fine. I'll get off the I'll get off the radio off ESPN. I'll drive down to Miami, which is obviously what I want to do on Sunday night. I'll yeah. drive down after coming back from Royal Rumble the night before. I'll drive down to Miami, and and so I'm at the Travis Scott show, which was a fucking scene. I mean, it's difficult for me to even describe what it was. It, it was pretty crazy. I, I mean, it's sure? not for me by any stretch, but it was to be honest, Travis Scott's not really for me either. This is more of a kid Cuddy thing than a Travis Scott thing. But anyways, yeah, he's not really my, so, not really for me. So that's why we didn't do it last night. That's why we're coming at you right here. So if you're listening on the podcast form, love that. Make sure you like you rate your comment. If you're watching the live stream right now, hit the notifications, you know, the, the bell, whatever it is. Uh, if you're, if you're getting the notification on Twitter, make sure you also sign up on YouTube. Uh, Facebook as well. We love that. So let's get to it here. The Before we get to, I'll tell you my experience at the Rumble and we'll each give our thoughts. That's what we're doing here today. But let's start with the big news, right? So CM Punk got hurt in the Rumble. He yeah. tore his labrum. Did he, he tore his tricep. He tore his tricep. And, and, and I'm still yet to find out if it's the same one he tore in a It's not. It's not. It's not. Saw, it's, not. Okay. it's not the same one. And apparently this is a four to six month recovery. So he, he's out. He's, he's out for WrestleMania. It's a disaster. And, and, and so he's going to be on Raw tonight. I wonder if he'll kick off this show. My guess is no, because, you know, you get the audience to stick around. CM Punk coming up tonight, you know. But they it's going to be one of those. First hour commercial free, they announced. Okay, so maybe he will mean, be in the first hour. I don't know hour. if that means anything, but that's, they, they tweeted that out earlier. Okay, so yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for Raw tonight anyway. Reaction from Royal Rumble. It's in Tampa tonight, but Punk is going to speak. We'll, we'll hear what happened, how long he's going to be out, and it it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, I, I think – I hate to say this. Well, I, actually, I don't because you, you, we it's well documented on the show, my thoughts on Punk since he came back to AEW. It just – it hasn't really done it. It never really did it for me in AEW. I don't think he's the same guy that we all fell in love with almost a decade ago now. Like he's just not that guy anymore. He, to me, he was always anti-establishment was what made him great. I I texted you this earlier. In the past two and a half years, he has basically been out of action for a year and a half due to injuries and suspensions. And now he's out for another half a year. I think he might be done, man. I, he's, he's 45. Lost. Well, it's not even that he's 45 years old. He can't stay healthy. He, I mean, the suspension thing, it was always a speculation for every WWE fan. How long is this guy going to stay? You know, how long is he going to keep this thing going until he gets mad and does something dumb? Well, in AEW, he, you know, he broke his foot, came back two months later, tore his tricep, came back six months later, and then about a year or whatever, six months later, suspended. So it's, it's already looking like the same trajectory, although this is his first match in WWE, which is a shame. Um, well, it I guess technically to... second, he had the match at the garden, right? First TV match, first TV match. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a shame because it, it seemed like the Rollins punk thing for mania was awesome because there's so much seemingly real life heat there. Yep. It seemed like a fun story. Yep. So that sucks. But, um, 
man, I, I don't know how many six months later, he's essentially been out of action for 10 years. Like, can this guy really be a full-time wrestler anymore? And if, and the question for WWE now is like, this is his third major injury in two and a half years. Can you even trust him to bring him back and be a mania component in, in a, in a spot like this? Well, and I would say if you were ever considering putting a title on him, you probably can't hundred percent. Yeah. You can't yeah. stay healthy. Right. You know, yeah. that's what I always think was their big hesitation with some Joe. Right. Couldn't stay healthy. Every time they tried to, 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 to push him, couldn't stay healthy. Uh, that's going to be a real thing now with punk. It's really unfortunate. It's, it's lousy. You, you wanted. And so I guess we're not going to get punk and Rollins. It, let's save this until we actually talk about the men's rumble and how it affects right. everything. But now they have to, yeah, they got to pivot from that. Well, you know? I, yeah, I mean, I think. The I think we know what the pivot's going to be. Yeah, I mean, I think we have an idea. The prevailing thought was Punk goes and wins Elimination Chamber and challenges Rollins, right? I, I think that's what most people Probably. were anticipating. So Chamber is now still going to be for the title shot, obviously. So now we just see who who are the components of the Chamber. I think we could probably guess, like, how many people are in chamber six? I think we could six. probably guess like three or four of them already, but well, do they um, mix SmackDown and raw competitors? Well, I guess it depends on if it's, if it's for a number one title shot, or if it's for a number one contender shot at the world title, then it's probably just raw. I, okay. I would get, I, they probably do it depending on what it's for. Okay. I would guess. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I guess you could put anybody in it and then just say, all right, if you win now you're on raw. Cause it would be for um, raw. You know, it, it, right, it would be six competitors from Raw. But I, I, I think we both know the guy who's going to win it is is on Raw, is is going to be from Raw. Yeah, but I have some thoughts on some ways they could go um, that would be interesting. But, yes, okay. I, I feel like they set up the, you know, the fail safe on Monday, last Monday. Yeah, right? yeah they did. Uh, all right, so let's get to it here. First, my experience at the Rumble, like I said, it was the most fun I've ever had at a WWE show. And, and let me explain what that means is I went with my 12-year-old son, Jordan, who still very much likes wrestling, doesn't watch it every night. Like, he's going to watch Raw with me tonight. He doesn't watch it religiously throughout the week, but he is into it, and he loves going. And the way that he is, y- you take him to the WWE show, he's into it. He cheers. He loves it, all right? And if you're going with your son who behaves that way, it's an awesome time. So then yeah. I get into it in the same fashion. And it was it was the most fun I've ever had at a show. So here's what happened. Let me explain what happened here. So I don't know if I told you, going to the show, we, we had seats in the 200 level, which is kind of like their club level, I guess. On we, we'd be If you could picture it, the ring was on the pitcher's mound. The hard camera was facing home plate. The ring was on the pitcher's mound. And our seats were... In the club level, third base. So I felt like, okay, pretty good. And in all honesty, when we got there, I was having trouble seeing the wrestlers in the ring. It, it's far. I, I, yep. I was having trouble actually being able to see what was going on. Well, when we got to the stadium to enter Tropicana Field, there's a special entrance, which you can get right in essentially, if you have floor access. All right. Well, I have one floor seat in addition to my two seats in the second level because WWE sent me a ticket. 
they like I, I was a credentialed media, you know. Oh, WWE right. sent me a ticket, one floor seat. All right, but I only got one. I don't have for my son, so I go like I, I want to. I figure all right, this will this will at least get me into the quick entrance. I got mine. They're not going to say my son has to go somewhere else. They're just going to let us in. So I show them floor like okay, very good. Come this way. He'll give you your wristband. I go up to the guy because that's how they let you onto the field at that point. They're not checking everybody's tickets once mm. you're inside. If you have the wristband, you get you get on the field and you go to your seat. So I go to the guy and I show him uh, and he goes, all right, you know, here's your wristband. And he goes, two, right? Two wristbands? I go, yeah, yeah, two wristbands. Yeah. And so he now puts the wristband on my son. And I told him, like, I'm like, dude, that was huge what just happened right there, you know? And so when we're in our seats, our, our real seats, I was having trouble seeing. And so I told my son, I said, you see that section right down there? And I'm pointing to it. And there were there were a lot of open seats, actually. This is like a section behind a section, all right? It was right next to the soundboard and the hard camera. And there were a lot of open seats there. I said, that's where my field seat is? Do you want to go down there and see what that's like? And so it goes, yeah, sure. So after the Women's Royal Rumble match, we went down. They didn't check our ticket because all you need is the wristband. So we walked right onto the field. And if I could tell you something, have you ever been to a stadium show for WWE? I went to Mania, yeah. But have you ever been on the field for a stadium show? No, no. Okay, so this was my first time also on the field for a stadium show. And part of it is because it was a dome, so it's dark. And it, when you walk onto the field and it's 50,000 people surrounding you and it's loud, it's a scene. Like, it okay. is really, really cool. And so we're both on the field. My son's jumping around. He's super excited. Like, we're here. We walked to the section where my seats were. We walked right to the very front row of the section. There were two empty seats right on the aisle in the very front row. All right, this is us. And we there sat there the whole night. And because it was on the aisle, we had an amazing vantage point unblocked to the ring. We're about 150 feet from the ring, but undeterred view. So we had an amazing, amazing view of the final three matches. And on top of that, because our seats were up against a rail in between us and the soundboard and the hard camera, unbeknownst to us, totally coincidence, this was the rail where the wrestlers exit the Royal Rumble through the crowd. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, yeah. Total I coincidence. Gun- I saw Gunther walk out that, yeah. that way. I, that is the only one I saw walk All out. of them. Right. All of them did. Yeah. And so... The whole night, my son's that, giving that, that, that is that is be, that's because they don't want to interrupt people coming in if they're coming of course. in. Yeah, that would look yeah. really awkward, you know. Yeah. So the entire night, my son is giving high fives and taking pictures with every wrestler that's leaving the ring. Nice. That's awesome. We had really an amazing cool. time, amazing time, and yeah, that's the way I'm going to do it for now on. Is I'll, I'm I got to buy floor seats for yeah. for the big shows i mean once like, you once you once you do it i mean you yeah. can't go back it's hard to it go was back. too far i was really struggling being it and i got good sight i don't wear glass or nothing I, I was really struggling seeing uh the wrestlers in the ring all right anyway overall did let's start with the women i loved it i think it was the best women's royal rumble match of all time it's only been like seven or so eight far. absolutely i think it's the best one i think easily i, th- I thought they couldn't have started off the night better. I, I really genuinely loved the women's Royal Rumble. I thought it was very, very, very well done. Um, everything about it. It, it, the returns, the, the, the debuts, er, I, 
I, I don't think they could have done much better. I know there's a lot of people for both matches that are complaining there wasn't any like legends or anything, but you know what? I don't think it needed it. I thought the way they Bailey did Bailey made perfect. a great point about that post-match. Did you right? hear what there's she so, said? She said there's so many good women that we get to highlight. Now we don't need the legends to come back, which is that is a testament to where the women's division is now because there it's was a point, loaded. you know, but when the when the Royal Rumble first started for the women, you did need some legends in that match. Oh, yeah. The, the, the division really wasn't that loaded, yep. but it's it's something now. I mean, there's, you know, a handful of women in that in that match that are probably like, you know, fill filler, so to speak. Um, but I'd say 20 to 25 of them are legit like performers in that division. So we get things going right off the top. Natalia's number one and Naomi's number two. Now, you know, I'm not a huge Naomi fan, but you probably, I thought she looked phenomenal. You had phenomenal. To, even if you're not a fan, it's like, even if you're not the biggest fan, we talked about this. What you, the, the rumble is about the moments and the returns. So like at number two to have a return like that. Yep. In to be there in that moment, you're probably like, holy shit, this is going to be the best. Match it was ever. really cool. It was really cool. And it's also great. There's little things that, that, that I love about stuff like this, where making her number two, as opposed to number one, makes all the difference in the world. Mm. If she comes out number one, it, it, it takes some of the juice away because she's standing there waiting for number two because she's number two. She gets to be in the ring and have the stare down and look around and like it's a subtlety coming in number two instead of number one. Hmm. And it makes all the difference in the world when you're a returning star like that. So I thought it was an awesome moment. It's also something about wrestling today that I love compared to maybe when I was a kid where you get they're OK with the wrestlers like Naomi in that spot showing the emotion. She looked like she was about to cry in the ring yeah. looking around. And I love that shit, man. Yeah. So she, she I, I thought she looked phenomenal and it was a great start to the match. And I got to give her credit. I mean, after all of that, I thought like the first few minutes and it might've been nerves or whatever. Cause I know she's not rusty. She's been wrestling. She looked slow. She looked a little off, you thought but then so. she went, but then she looked, but then she went like 60 minutes. Like she went. So is she WWE now? Yeah. Well, so obviously we'll, we got to talk about the, we'll, we'll talk about the Jordan grace thing. But my understanding is, is Naomi's contract with TNA is up and she was coming back to WWE. But obviously the fact that the TNA champion, Jordan Grace, enters the Rumble and now it's seemingly the relationship between TNA and WWE is not done brings into question where the future lies there. But it, Why do you think seemingly it's not done? Uh, because uh, Jordan Grace based, tweeted out like, that's not the last you've seen of me. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. And I think Triple H referenced something in the press conference about potential. I, I thought he like implied something, but maybe I might have missed. Well, it would that. appear to be a thing where every year the knockouts champion is going to be in the match. That felt as though there's a relationship forming here. I don't know yep. what it means. Maybe it means like WWE, some WWE guys can go to TNA too. Like, I don't know, but it seems as though this was not a Mickey James situation, right? This was not like Mickey James, who is a WWE Hall of Famer, basically coming back for the Rumble with the title. No one knows Jordan Grace in WWE unless you're a hardcore fan. Like giving her that moment. Plus, 
just like the acknowledgement with her and Naomi in the ring hugging each other before. God, that was such a cool moment with the hugging and great job by Michael Cole letting you know they just wrapped up a rivalry where Two Jordan Grace ago. won the title back from Naomi and th- they do the hugging and then immediately into the punches. That spot was very I mean, cool. They literally just fought for the title a week or two ago in TNA and now they're in the ring together awesome. fighting at the Royal Rumble in WWE. That was un- a, an absurd moment. That was so cool. And Jordan yeah, was Grace so was cool. amazing. Like, I, I know very well what Jordan Grace is. It seemed like a lot of the crowd did as well. I thought Jordan Grace looked fantastic. Can I, it was really Can I tell cool. you, there, there were moments like in that. Big star. There, there were moments in that Royal Rumble where I was like, wouldn't be mad if she won this thing. Like, she's that good. She's, first of all, she's a freak. And I mean that in the best possible way. She is an absolute specimen so of possible? an athlete. Can we get, like, Jordan Grace at WrestleMania if she's still under contract with TNA? I, I don't, I guess anything. Like, can, you, can she defend the TNA title at the Knockouts Championship at WrestleMania? Wouldn't that be cool? It, it looks, you know, Triple H won't say forbidden door. I don't know if you heard what he said in the press conference yeah. about that, but. Well, I feel like he, that's a good sign, him, him poo-pooing that, you know? Yeah, it seems as though the door is open, though, like, a, at yeah. least for TNA. Yeah. So, very cool. And I also think it's just cool for the future of WWE because when you think about, like, if they're willing to have TNA wrestlers come in and they have that relationship, then they're probably willing to do that with any promotion other than obviously AEW wouldn't do it. But like, that's a good sign for getting guys like, Oh, well not Okada anymore. Cause he's done right with new Japan. But what you, you get what I'm saying? Like, can you imagine a scenario where like Dolph shows up in WWE, but as a new Japan wrestler or as you know, a they TNA did that wrestler, in the past, there were WrestleMania really early on where NJPW stars were at WrestleMania. Like yeah, back one year, the, yeah, yeah, back in the day. I remember fought somebody, I forget what his name is. Um, Demolition one year fought a tag team uh, at mm-hmm. WrestleMania from, from New Japan, or maybe it was from All Japan. But yeah, like, anyway. Uh, you know what else I dug was when Jordan Grace was making her way to the ring, and, and again, she looked like a superstar. I loved McAfee whether this was real or not playing dumb saying, and, and she's the, she's the TNA champion. And then Mike, I would, says, yes, she's the knockouts champion. 100% real. There's no shot. Pat McAfee knows who Jordan Grace is. I think There's it was real no, too. Pat McAfee watches WWE and he yeah. probably doesn't even watch WWE that much, to be right. honest. Like he's a WWE superstar, so, so to speak. Like, and he does his show. He watches football. Like I, I watch his show enough to know, I would bet, a lot of money that he had no idea who Jordan Grace. I think he had no idea also. Oh, and because he, he called her Jade uh, Cargill. You know, yeah. like he didn't even pronounce, like, yeah. I, I think his knowledge outside of WWE, at least right now, is pretty limited. But, well, but I, I would also say, based on what the rumors are, which is that his spot in the Rumble was supposed to be Brock's spot, I think there's a possibility he was not even going to be an announcer. Probably makes sense considering his spot was with Braun Breaker and Omos standing in the ring. Like Brock entering at that moment probably makes sense. And my, it it also makes me think that they maybe called him last minute to do the, to be the third announcer. Did you see McAfee today said he didn't know? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I think they may have called him like a day or two before and been like, Hey, we need you to be at. No, no, I'm saying he's, I know his spot. I know. He, like he was at the announce table. He had no idea. That's what he said. Yeah, I know. Which means, which, which, by the way, that might actually 
I, I don't know if you remember this on the sh- when we talked about this on the show. I said that when Shane McMahon blew out his his quad or whatever and Snoop Dogg improv the yeah. people's elbow, I said that was the best improv moment of all time in wrestling. McAfee going in the ring, getting scared from Omos, going out, coming back in, and then eliminating himself was a pretty good improv moment if he had no clue it was coming. It's Macho Man style eliminating himself for the top rope. Yeah. Yeah, or uh, Mil Mascaris. Remember that? No. And it was like, I forgot what rumble it was, but he <laughs> he did a Mil Mascaris, who's like Mexi- a Lucha legend from, from Mexico, was in uh, the rumble one year, and he was fighting against, like there was another luchador who got eliminated, and he went up to the top rope and did a dive outside of the ring and eliminated himself to do a dive outside the ring. To, to I, I don't remember. I don't it's a, remember. It's, a, it's, it's an all-time moment. I, I think I forgot someone referenced it not long ago, actually, on WWE TV, I think. So I, I thought that was cool where Pat McAfee asked out loud, who is she? Because, yeah, yeah like, let the viewer who doesn't know, let them in on it, you know? So I thought that was really smart. Uh Let's let's start rolling through the big spots here. Uh, Bailey obviously came in at number three, and yeah, like you had to notice, she wasn't happy when Oscar came down to the ring, and she wasn't happy when Kyrie came down to the ring. She she didn't know that they were going to be in the match, and she didn't like it that they were going to be in the match. So we're you know was we're she all mad or running. confused because I thought she was confused. Uh, yeah, she was confused, and but but I think that's because she's like. Why are you here? Like, this is my moment, you know? Yeah. I, I'm yeah. so, what? You don't want to win. I'm supposed to win. But anyway, uh, Chelsea Green. Fucking shout out, man. She's awesome. That was a performance. And just, it was so cool because last year, she was eliminated immediately. And they teased it again in this one. And she lasted a while. And just the facial expressions, the acting, all of it with Piper Niven, who you know I love. They, they, the two of them were studs throughout their time in the match. I thought Chelsea Green and Piper Niven were awesome. I thought Chelsea Green was was one of the came out of this as one of the winners of the whole night. I mean, yep, she was just. I agree. She's she is so good, and I mean, we know she's a good heel. We know she can talk, and we know she's a good wrestler. But then, just to be able to execute on like that comedic type stuff in the middle of a match like that, where she's just taking all the bumps, she's taking all the bumps. She's getting squashed by Piper Niven. Like all that stuff is just really, really good stuff. And they did like a digital exclusive backstage interview with her and Byron Saxton. And it was really good of her. Okay. Yeah. Like he, he tried to be like, he tried to be like, well, at least you lasted longer. And she cut him off. She's like, Oh, you have jokes. You have jokes, Brian. She calls him Brian. Um, that's funny too yeah so it she's great she was a big star big star yeah Yeah, really she's awesome uh bianca with the kod to jordan grace on the apron eliminating her great spot gnarly the 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 tv angle made it look i think a lot worse than it was but it looked it looked rough but great spot it it was great performance from jordan grace great performance and uh so nia Jax comes to the ring and if you think chelsea green was one of the stars of the night Nia Jax has got to be right next to her. And you know what? Since Nia Jax's return, number one, she looks great. She's lost a lot of weight. It probably helps her move around the ring a lot better. I mean, she's probably, I mean, I'd say she's lost at least 50 pounds. And 
like she is what a top heel looks like. She is a major, major heel. She's so easy to, to hate, and she plays it up so well. I thought Nia Jax had a big-time performance. Yeah, I I, I I thought she was good. I thought she was really good, um, and she did exactly what you would expect for her as the monster heel, especially the spot where, you know, I think in the past, I think it's a sign of where she's at also in terms of her development and where they see her is that in the past, the gang up would have led to her immediately getting eliminated. This yeah. time, the gang up led to her brushing everyone off and just dominating. Like in the past, they would have just eliminated her. Like they, like she wasn't taken seriously before. But her yeah. getting that spot where she does the shrug off and everybody goes flying, that I think is a sign of where WWE feels about her as like a top level heel right now. So I'm, I, I'm still, I'm watching with my son there, and at this point when Naya started throwing a few people out, I said, I go watch what's about to happen. She's clearing the ring for Jade. It's gonna yeah. happen now. We have I thought to it was going to happen earlier, but it, it but it did. Right, happen. me too. That's what that's. I said it. This is around seventeen. I said to my son, "They're clearing the ring for Jade. Watch what's about to happen." And now, for people who are watching or listening to us right now, Joey called this months ago. Months ago, the way to debut Jade Cargill at the Rumble, which she's obviously not going to win, the way to debut her at the Rumble and still have her come out. On top is she comes out and it's immediate face to face with Nia Jax and she eliminates her and the crowd goes crazy. So we'll, we'll get to that part in a second. But Joey called this months ago that that's the way to introduce her. So I said to my son, they're clearing the ring for Jade. We're going to get Jade here. It was Becky. And now, now shit's starting to pick up. Like now yeah. we, now we're getting I mean, there the was, thing. Yeah. I mean, I will say after Becky, there was a little lull until Jade. Like there was a moment. I don't know if you guys. No, felt I know, it. but the but the big stars are now right, starting right. to come out. We're getting really good spots. So Becky comes out. Things have picked up, and then so if we fast forward all the way to twenty eight, we get Jade. And I mean, Although to I, me, I do want to after we talk about Jade, I do want to bounce back because there are two okay. that we should point out that came out okay. before Jade. I think they came out before Jade. Who was 29 okay, and 30? Circle. Liv was 30. Tiffany Stratton was 29. Oh, uh, Tiffany Stratton's who I'm thinking of. Okay, so she was after. Okay. okay, so 28 is Jade, and now it's like, okay. And do you notice it was different theme, but very similar? Yeah. Yeah, very, like they kept the same type of theme, very, very similar. Not exactly the same. I'm sure AEW has the rights to it. That's why they couldn't use it. But that right there is how you present her as a big-time star. I mean, the crowd went crazy. And I watched yeah. the Women's Rumble back this afternoon on TV for the first time. But being there, the crowd went crazy when Jade yeah. came out. Just the entire, I mean, she looks like a million bazillion bucks. Yeah, and, look, and you, Geo, obviously agree. Jade looked like a million bucks. What a star AEW dropped the ball. Yep. So everyone agrees. And Platinum Sword said, Best part was the which we're going to talk about. I'm sure the the press the the dueling press drops between. Yeah, Jade now and we're Bianca getting Bellair. all the really cool spots once Jade yeah. got in. So Jade gets in there and and she lifted Nia Jax over her shoulders like it was nothing, and and then the body slam over the top. The crowd went 
crazy. It was exactly like you said a couple of months ago. Yeah. It, it it just it made all and, the sense in the world. And you were right. And, and can I can I can I give you another theory? Is that Triple H has been building up Nia Jax to make Jade look like a star. Like this has all been part of the plan was make Nia Jax for these past few months look. I mean, she's obviously doing great work, so she has to do the work. But the build is because, and I and I'll tell you this: like a lot of people are just assuming that it's going to be Jade and Bianca here. No, I think we're going to get Jade and Nia Jax for a while right now. And I think it's going to make Jade into it even bigger. I mean, she's going to look. Well, that's why I wanted to ask you here. And we talk about the double press slam, which was a great spot. And the two of them then are looking at each other, looking each other up and down. These big, strong, beautiful black women are are just just grilling each other. And I'm thinking like now, now they never touched each other, the two of them in the match. So I'm wondering, are they going to be friends or are they going to be enemies? I would have him be friends. I would actually have him. You know what I would do? I would have them be a tag team and fight Kabuki Warriors at WrestleMania. I would not yeah, give maybe. Jade this quickly. I would not give her a solo match at WrestleMania. Uh, unless it's maybe Nia and it's like rent, just thrown in for a few minutes just to have. But I don't think she's a WrestleMania. I don't think she gets WrestleMania just yet. Not as a solo competitor. Um, but I, I also just think. It's way too early for for the, like Jade Bianca. I think when it happens, her in a tag team with Bianca is. But also, smart. but I also just think like that is it's huge. There needs to be a build there, like that that collision at when it happens is like top yeah. level, like huge pay per view moment, and it's too soon. Like we only have two months to build that up. I don't think it's worthy of WrestleMania yet, but it, it it will be like, give it like a year, build up the tension between them and then, or make them be friends as a tag team or something or whatever. And then have Jade turn on Bianca because Jade is, she's clearly, I mean, she's got a natural heel aura about her. Did you see though? Michael Cole said what Jade was saying after she threw Nia Jax out that apparently her line isn't anymore. I'm that bitch. It's I'm that chick. PG. WWE's PG, you know, so she's got to do that. Well, you know why she's also going to be involved a little bit with Bianca here? And I think it's going to be as friends. That gets blurbs and images of Jade on Bianca's new TV show on Hulu, which is exactly the type of stuff they want for Jade Cargill. If they have her involved with Bianca in some fashion, especially if they're friends, she gets attention on the show. And and that's just more eyeballs on Jade, which is what you right. want because yeah, she looks like a bazillion bucks. Yeah, and I think there was a stretch where people wanted Bianca because she was getting a little stale to turn heel. She's not going to turn heel because she can't has with a TV, the TV show. show. Can't, yeah, can't. So that's where you have build them up as friends, and then when Jade turns on her, it's like oh, you know, yeah. make make her really hateable, and then you have a that's. That is like to me. That is a WrestleMania match. It's just not a WrestleMania match yet. It's just not. It's too. It's way too soon. Plus, we don't even know if Jade's ready for like that much. Like Bianca is. No matter what you think about the character, one of the best in-ring performers ever for a female. Like she could go thirty minutes at Mania. I'm not sure Jade is ready for even like a ten-minute match at Mania. And she spent a good amount of time in NXT. Bianca. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like Jade has the look, and they've. I think they've executed it that return that debut they executed perfectly. But let's but we definitely have to like 
pump the brakes on where she goes now. I think you need to give her something yeah, a little right. bit easier to like, and you know, no offense to Naya, but like, you don't have to do the most like grueling pace of a wrestling match. If you do a feud with Naya, where you have a few of those matches. Mm-hmm. How so. about once she threw Naya Jax over and Becky is standing right there laughing and then Bailey tries to attack Jade, the first three women in Jade Cargill's career that she put hands on Nia Jax, Bailey, Becky Lynch. I mean, that's like that's, thing. that's yeah. why she left AEW. Yeah. I mean, look at, like, look, they, in one, you know, in, in what a handful of TV appearances and one match, she is 10 times, a hundred times bigger than in presentation than AEW. That, that is all we ever did when Jade was in AEW, when she was the TBS champion. All we ever talked about was why don't people know who this person is? Remember when she was 50 and 0 and we were like, we didn't even know she was 50 and 0. And right. then, like the presentation was. And then her very first appearance in WWE, she's putting hands on Becky Lynch. Right. And, ba- and, and, and the, and the woman Bailey, who's going to go is about to main event WrestleMania or sorry, yeah. fight for a title at WrestleMania. Well, win, um, win the title at WrestleMania. Yeah, so well, anyway, I mean, we, we got to talk about that situation, but because it's interesting. But um, yeah, I mean, no, they they did. Yeah, that that's uh, it was it, it was an awesome debut. I mean, they really executed it perfectly. Yep, they really did. Tiffany Stratton. And yeah, I'll pat out. myself on the back on for calling. Amazing. You called it, man. Tiffany Stratton comes out at 29. Uh, what a superstar but, she is. I mean, what an RB. absolute star. Massive star massive massive star i mean she can fucking go i mean obviously yep. she's good looking and she's got like a good gimmick but man she's massive can star yeah she is pulling out spots in the middle of the royal rumble where i'm like holy shit i don't even well, and I the don't... spot the spot that she was eliminated with bianca the hair spot that was very cool very that, very cool that move she does where she it looks like she's gonna it's like, like she looks like maybe she's gonna do a hurricane rana and then it turns into like an alabama slam thing like i don't know what that is and she's the she's only person incredible. i've seen do it um she is she's awesome like she yeah, is there was just gonna so be... much star power in the ring by now and but i'm hoping so... this is her i think she's on the main roster now. i think they got like her performance in the royal rumble to me is like it maybe we'll see it tonight her, keep her up there because she's big time like i also point out i love roxanne perez i know she's tiny like she's so small I'm a big fan of so hers, small. but she's still keep her. She's still an NXT. Like, I don't see her on the main roster just yet, but after what I saw in the right. rumble from Tiffany Stratton, I'm ready. Keep her up. She's great. Yeah. She has she's no awesome. business being in NXT. None. Not anymore. I mean, she's uh, ready to roll, man. So then we got the final three after Liv Morgan comes out, which was uh, a fun return. I forgot about it for a moment. So that was fun seeing her back. I thought she looked fantastic also. And Wait, I thought she get our fun- I thought for a second she was going to win. Well, so we then get our final three, which is Jade, Liv, and Bailey. And so at that point, I'm like, yes, we're going. It's going to be Bailey. Yeah. Like it it wasn't going to be Liv. She could win it another year. Totally. It wasn't going to be Liv, and it wasn't going to be Jade. Bailey's winning this thing. And and the final spot there with the three of them out on the apron, which, by the way, always gives me Ajita. I get so nervous with the stuff on the apron, especially at the very end of the match, because I don't want someone to slip and we get the wrong finish. I get so nervous with the apron spot and, and really cool spot where Liv does her finisher to Jade. And then Bailey just, you know, kicks her out from underneath the bottom rope and went, dude, the crowd went bananas. 
yeah. bananas. Because at, there was a feel to it when Bailey came out at number three. There was a buzz immediately where this is who everyone wants to win. And, yeah. and you know, I've been on it. You called the Nia Jax Jade Cargill spot months ago. I've been on the Bailey train for at least a month that mm-hmm. this is the entire point of the damage control story. We are, this is where we are headed. And and plus, she she never even had a singles match at WrestleMania. She has never had the big moment. The other women she's come up with, they have all had the massive moments, except for her. And the crowd is so ready to cheer for her again. And the, the like I said, place went bananas when she won. It was a really cool moment. Yeah, I mean, it it was awesome. She's great. And she, you, you hear, listen to Triple H talk about her in the press conference. You're just like, yeah, obviously she deserves this moment. Mm-hmm. If they're going to do this, if it's going to be her and EO, the breakup has to happen this week. Like they can't delay it anymore because if she's going to choose EO, Elimination Chamber has to be for number one contender to Rhea. So like, how, how does the breakup happen? That's what I'm saying. I, I, know, I know that like right now I'm looking at bet online. There's three matches for Mania that have odds. Yeah. Cody and Roman, which we know. Yep. Bailey and Io, Rhea and Becky. So yeah. if that's the case, and they're already assuming that it's gonna happen, the breakup has to happen like now because how maybe, is Becky getting how's Becky getting the shot? She's got to win Elimination Chamber. So maybe we find out. Right. Maybe we find out because Bailey was confused with Asuka and, and Kyrie, Why are you in this match? What is happening? And maybe Bailey finds out what Dakota has been doing. That Dakota's been pulling the strings behind her back. Bailey somehow, maybe she overhears them. Somebody shows her video footage. Bailey finds out what they've been doing behind her back. And then she's just like, yeah, this was my group. And now you think you're in charge? fuck this i'm coming for you like maybe that's the way they get to it that's possible I, i'm still i still think there's a chance she fights Rhea. no i i still think there's a chance i i just i don't know i, I because think I, I, don't I don't think know there's why. enough juice to eo unless bailey's the challenger there's a story there and by the way don't don't forget They've done nothing with EO since she won the title. The whole point in her winning the title was to get to this. They've done nothing. Oh, I with don't her. know about that. She won money in the bank. The cr- like the crowd loves EO. Like no, I know, but EO. they have she hasn't had a single challenger for the title yet. So you're basically saying that she won the title to just to be a holdover for Bailey to win it at WrestleMania? I don't well, know. She won the title to get to a great program for WrestleMania. That's that's awesome for EO. Yeah. I had this, you know, I do this fantasy booking in my head. Is there like in my, I was thinking, what if I know this wouldn't be as satisfying for everybody as, as satisfying as it would be like Bailey fighting, beating EO and becoming a, a baby face again. But what if like Bailey does know what Dakota Kai is doing and trying to like mastermind this thing? And Bailey actually is making a deal with the other three that like, like I'm going to win at mania. We're going to have all the titles. I'm going to take Rhea's title and we're going to kick Dakota out. And then they build Dakota into a massive baby face and they have a Dakota Bailey. I don't think it's believable that Bailey can beat Rhea. Why not? 
She's a Hall of Famer. She's, she's, no, I, like, I, she's yeah, one of the I, best I women get, ever. I get that part of it. But if and who is realistic actually, to be? Like, but then who is Becky, realistic to be? Becky. Why is Becky realistic and, and, but to by be the way, But by the way, but by the way, I don't think Becky's going to beat her at WrestleMania. I think Rhea's going to beat her. Yeah, I don't think it. No, the only person I think can beat Rhea at Mania is Bailey. And it doesn't look like they're going to fight each other. But there, no one, but, but I don't think Bailey is, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe I see it differently. I don't think Bailey is less believable than, than Becky. Oh, I think she is. Yeah. I don't, but, what's, but why? what's the why? last, because honestly, the uh, no, honestly, what's, what's the last big match that Bailey's won? I don't know, but I, I, I don't know, but I'll just say this. Like they, they like at least with EO going after EO, it's going to be a, it's going to be a vengeance match. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I get it, and and I think everyone's probably right. It's just let's go. We got to get to it. Like, yep. it, now is the time. It's got to happen like this week or next week. There's not enough time. So do they because... kick? So do they kick Bailey out and they injure her? She's off TV for a month, returns, and then we go full speed ahead for the WrestleMania program. No, I think I think because I if she's think... away for a little no, bit no, 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 and then no. she returns, imagine the babyface pop. You know, big deal. Yeah, but I don't think she's gonna be like. The the reason I'm saying like they gotta we gotta get this thing going, is because they also have to set up elimination chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yeah. if they just injure her and she doesn't make a decision, then what is elimination chamber for? Oh no, I yeah no. You know it, what I'm it saying? Has to happen. Yeah, it has to happen. What I'm saying like if she's injured and she just goes away or for a month and then comes back. Chamber. Yeah, but like I asked, unless it's Raw and SmackDown superstars, and Becky wins it and she chooses Rhea. Yeah, I think I I just feel like more likely they turn on her or like you said, maybe she's like, I see what's going on here. And you know what? I'm not going to let you guys kick me out. I'm coming for you or something like that. Yeah. And then they can say, all right, well, now Rhea doesn't have a challenger. Boom. Yeah. Elimination that's, that's 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 the way that I see it. That's yeah, it makes sense. It. it makes sense. Um, it But I'm so still holding, on, on. I'm still holding out this thought that it's Bailey and, and Rhea and Bailey. They've been saying for months. I'm going to win Royal Rumble. I'm going to fight Rhea. We're going to have all the gold. Bailey and Rhea have been chirping each other on Twitter now. They've been going at, like, you know, ba- Rhea posed the idea of an Iron Woman match at Mania, and Bailey said she would do it. So, but wow. she didn't say, she didn't say she picked, she picked her, but they, you know, they've been going. I'm just saying it, it's any, it's still, I think I'm still holding out that possibility. And by the way, who's had the best women's Iron Woman match in the history of WWE? Bailey and Sasha Banks. Like Bailey can Bailey can go. Bailey can do that. By the way, I'll tell you what, anyone who's disappointed, like didn't like the women's rumble because Sasha Banks didn't show up, can can fucking kick rocks. I mean, yeah. that match was awesome. Oh, can I also point out that even though the crowd likes Bailey and wants Bailey to win and become a face, Bailey is still a heel, and Rhea, yeah. as you pointed out, is very much a face now. Yes. So Rhea and Becky is two faces, which is fine because they have the Hall of Famer versus the up-and-comer storyline. But Bailey no, you can has have the two heel baby faces. faces. You can't have two heels. You can have two right, baby faces. Right. That's fight. fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh let's uh let's talk about the two matches in between, and then we'll get to the men's. Yeah, I mean, I, I gotta be honest with you, those matches There's not the, a lot. The, the, yeah, the show itself, the way they booked the two rumbles. I would have been perfectly fine with it just being the two rumbles. It would it would have been a three hour show with just those. Oh yeah, the show was four hours. You know, all together, yeah. it was a long show, man. Well, I, 
midway through that match, I was I, they were losing me because it was just such a long show, and we still had the whole rumble. I was just like, man, this is a long ass show for four matches. Well, once once the universal title was the second match, that's when we knew Roman was definitely going to win. Because if Roman was we, not going to win, did, it goes did, on last. Didn't we always? Didn't didn't we always know Roman was? No, I know. No, I know. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that. Remember on the last show, I talked about how I'm getting this. Like this, I'm not feeling it with Roman anymore. You getting it back now? Yeah, because now we have a real. Because I I, I realized, and it's probably should have been obvious. Nothing he's done has really mattered since he fought Jey Uso, right? Like every match he's had since then, you're like, he's had like tag matches, which meant nothing, and then he's had these title matches, which you knew he wasn't. You knew if he wasn't losing to Cody, and he wasn't losing to Sammy, and he wasn't losing to Jay. He's keeping that belt till Mania next year. So all the stuff in between him and Jay and now has kind of been meaningless because it's like these guys aren't going to beat Roman, but now you got Cody. Now it's like, all right, now we get going because this is this is a re- now you don't know. Like we always kind of knew he was going to beat these four guys. We always kind of knew he was going to beat LA Knight. Now this is the this is really like the big shit right now. Like it's cool Cody- spot though by the cool spot though by the way when AJ Styles almost won. By stacking the other three. That was yeah. cool. Well, I actually thought um, that they didn't they botch that spot. Like I thought they botched that that How? part where they he when he stacked when was it who stacked who in that match? Well, solo was stacking them. Okay, so when solo stacked them, like who was it? Who was on top of the other? LA Knight was on top of AJ. Yes. No, and, LA Knight's bottom orton's on the bottom okay la knight was on top of orton yeah and orton's and orton's shoulders were on the mat so la knight won that match no what what when the pin happened no 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 i'm talking about when when solo stacked him oh i see but there's no referee counting (laughs) why well that's what i'm saying i I was texting my brother while that spot was happening i'm like i think solo just really fucked up like (laughs) because technically he put LA you gotta Knight suspend on... uh, disbelief a little bit, all right? Yeah, but that's a that's a mistake in that. And 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 by the way, they had Corey Graves corrected on air. Corey Graves on air said oh, both of their shoulders are down. That's why there's no count. But it took him like a couple minutes to say that. Well, were both their shoulders down, or he was just on that's top what he of said. One? But on camera, it didn't look like it. I don't think on it was. Ca- Is it possible? Right. Hey, but you, but I think they got in Corey Graves. I think they got in Corey Graves' ear and said, hey, we got to explain this. Because right now you have a guy getting pinned in the middle of the ring and no one's counting. Because Corey Graves pointed it out. He said, oh, look, both their shoulders are down. Even though even though we've seen matches before where two guys' shoulders are down and the ref counts them both, right? But still, in that scenario, LA Knight was pinning Randy Orton. LA Knight won the match. LA Knight's the universal champion. So he's your champion. He's my universal. He's my tribal chief. Maybe he'll bring out instant replay this Friday night and show everybody. I wouldn't be shocked. I'll tell you what, that they've done that before. And mm-hmm. you, it, that, that would be a good play by WWE. Keep LA Knight involved in the picture by saying like, yeah. I won that match. I sh-, And then down the line, that could be his way of getting a title shot again. All right. So we'll continue on here. Let me take a moment and tell you guys, if you're thinking about getting a new home, all right, you don't know where to look, you know that you need a new home, your family's expanding, whatever the reason is. All right. Well, you need to make sure you get a real estate broker you can trust. And that's why I send you to Matthew H. Mashler at Signature Real Estate Finder. 
Anywhere in South Florida, you're looking for that new dream home. Look no further than Matthew H. Bachelor, your trusted real estate broker. Call him today, 561-208-3334. 561-208-3334. Huge pro wrestling fan. One of the founders, co-chair of BRCW, Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. Matter of fact, he would have been front row at Royal Rumble. He goes to all the big shows, except he was on the Jericho Cruise this weekend. Ooh. All right. So if you're looking for a new home, Signature Real Estate Finder, realestatefinder.com. Maybe you're just looking to sell one of your current properties, 561-208-3334. Or if you're already in the real estate business and you're ready to take your career to the next level, you can join the Signature team. The Signature Real Estate Companies are South Florida's num- they're industry leaders, right? Number one in all of Boca, one of the tops in the entire state of Florida. So if you're looking in Palm Beach, Naples, Coral Springs, Delray, Orlando, the signature team is where you want to be. If you're buying your dream home, you're selling your property, or you're looking to join the best in the business, contact Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334, realestatefinder.com. Matthew H. Mashler, your pathway to exceptional real estate experiences. I got to point this out. We Mm -hmm. totally blew past one of the best moments of the women's rumble. What? Our truth. Oh yeah. So it's funny when our truth came out and, and I said to my son, we're trying to figure out what's happening. Cause sometimes, you know, if, if you're at the events, you know, the commentators, you can get lost a little bit in what's happening. And so I said to myself, I go, I'll bet he thinks that there's only one rumble and he's number 24. So this has to be his spot. And, and I'm glad that I watched back the rumble, the women's rumble this afternoon, because the interaction with him and Adam Pierce was very funny. Brilliant. Where what happened to your hair? You know what that's it, you you know that's in reference to him he thinks thinking. He, well, because he, he said, thought, "Go talk to Nick," and then he said, "What happened to your hair?" He goes, "You mean Nick Mysterio?" Yeah, I, like yeah. It, it was He's so good, man. Was, this and by the way, I know we're going to talk about the and men's rumble. Truth, by the way, our truth. By the way, then says, "Are you are you to tell me that all of those in there are women?" Yeah, those are all women. By the way, and I'll just and I and I gotta say, like as good as that spot was, not his best spot of the night. I thought he had one of the best all time moments in yep. the history of the Royal Rumble. He was fantastic. He was fantastic, yeah. man. Uh, you don't have anything on the U.S. title match, right? It was fun. It was a good match. I thought the ending was brilliant. I thought the ending I thought it was, was good awesome. too. I thought yeah, it was like awesome. And now they'll fight at Mania, right? Like that's it keeps it going. No, I think it's LA Knight's spot. Well, th- maybe they'll fight at Chamber, but I'll maybe. tell you whose spot I actually think it is. I think it's John Cena's spot. I think it's Cena and Logan. They haven't already fought? No. No? I'll double check. I looked at it the other day. I don't think so. Um, But uh, Logan Paul. Tell you what, I know Logan Paul mentioned about that. He's thinking of not uh, allowing it to be a hobby and going full time. He really should. Uh, he, on his, he I really mean, should be full time. On, did you, I don't know if you listened to any of his podcasts that he, he had seen on the other day he basically said he's full-time like he basically said i'm a wrestler now i'm gonna tell you um, something here's what like I got. If he does he's, this for yeah. another if, if he were to do this for 10 years full-time i i don't think it's crazy to say that he'll be one of the best of this generation like yeah he's, and, he's and and all the people who are like he's part-time and he's like this and that he's 26 years old like yeah. he's starting when in the wwe when a lot of people would start in the wwe a- a- aj styles got the wwe was like 40 <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? right yeah so he's had he had the tag match with Miz and and first Dom and Ray. He beat the Miz. He fought Roman. He was in the Rumble. Fought Seth Rollins. He was in the Money in the Bank. He 
fought Ricochet, beat Rey Mysterio for the U.S. title, and then beat Kevin Owens. Okay. And he's yeah, walking maybe. around. He's walking around. I'm the best U.S. champion of all time. I'm the greatest U.S. champion ever. Rest. I'm telling you. I, I've been. I keep saying this. WrestleMania 40. Right. If it was 41, L.A. Night. WrestleMania 40. We got to bring out the big guns. Okay. Cena's, Cena's got to be involved with WrestleMania 40. I don't know where else it is. Okay. Logan seems like the right match. So, um, the men's rumble and good stuff too. Great spot to bring Jay Uso in at number one. The crowd's doing the thing. I'm doing it. I mean, we're we're into it, man. I'm close to the ring. It's it's fucking. Off. We're right in the middle of it, man. When you're right in the middle on the floor at these stadium shows for the crowd to erupt, I'm telling you, man, it's a scene. It's really yeah. it's really something. It's really but, cool. Can I point out? I'm a I'm a, I've always been a big McAfee guy. But what it's been pissing me off the last couple of times he comes back, he's been co-opting Jay's thing. Like he goes out there and he does this to the crowd too now. I'm like, oh. dude, stop it. Cause you know McAfee's thing, like he'll do like the what, the Stone Cold thing, and then he'll do uh-huh. the rock stuff. Don't those guys are retired. They probably co-signed it. Don't take Jay's one thing that's made him a superstar, okay. like the bounce. Come on, McAfee, do better. Like Jay, you gotta let Jay have that moment. You know? So we're definitely getting Jimmy and Jay at WrestleMania oh, yeah. because Absolutely. that face-off between them at the start. Uh, Although I, I mean, Jay it. grilling him and Jimmy with the crazy eyes. That I couldn't take it seriously though because he's so unserious mostly. Like he was so unserious throughout the Rumble. Like it seemed pretty serious in that oh, no, moment. I, I think it was, but the face he was making, I was just like, this guy is such a clown. But it was, I mean, it was great. He's such a clown though. Like the way he, his facial expressions and the way he acts. But it's perfect for his character. But that yeah. that is, I mean, they're both of them. I think mm-hmm. they're both doing the best work, some of the best work, character work of their career as as singles guys. But yeah, for sure. I mean, that was a, an awesome way to start it. We get the first really big surprise of the night at number four with Andrade. For the men. For the men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Andrade, which yeah. was Gio. Awesome. Actually, Gio just Gio just said Andrade Elidolo, million bucks. What a star. I mean, I, mean, I he, couldn't agree more. He looks couldn't so great. His gear was awesome. And I like that he's Andrade El Idolo, that he okay. kept he kept the, the idol, and he's not seeing Amos. I, yep. I I think it's the right move. Uh, and he, he looked awesome. And look, then, you know, we would get at number seven, a few spots later, Santos Escobar comes in. And I dug the interaction, man. Like, Santos Very thinks cool. because they're both Mexican, they must be friends. And he, they try to do the thing. And Andrade blows him off, which I think tells you right there, Andrade is going to be a baby face, right? That has yeah, to be yeah, yeah. Means. I think he's going to be like sort of a tweener. I think he's just going to be his own guy because I don't think he'll join. Like, I think the natural going to go back like, and lead LWO and get back with Zelina. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he will. I don't think he'll. I think he's just going to be him on his. I think I'm like, I'm on my because own. Because then, well, then the LWO is going to die because like Carlito is not the leader. Like that's just not well, good. Ray. Ray is the leader. He's just been hurt. So I think oh, once Ray okay. comes, Ray comes back, he'll still be the leader of LWO. And I think Andrade will just be uh, his own thing. Okay. Okay. Maybe you're right then. Uh, and, and we'll see if he goes to SmackDown, maybe he'll, him and Charlotte will do some stuff. Okay. Okay. And, uh, but I thought it was cool the- that at four of the first 10 guys in the rumble were Andrade, Santos, Carlito, and Dom. Like the four of them being yeah. in the ring at the same time that early on was just, it was just a cool vision. Yeah. It was just like yeah. all these generations of lucha wrestlers. It was very yeah. cool. So 
Cody comes in at 15, which is great because like we're going to like last year he came in at 30 and one. Right. So now mm-hmm. at least we're going to, we're going to get, like he's got to do some work, which is cool. And Gunther comes in at 18. So now shit's starting to get real. Right. And it's funny because I thought going into the match that Gunther was going to win. And I thought we were going to get Gunther, Seth Rollins, WrestleMania. But once the men's rumble is going on last, Gunther couldn't win. We can't go home with Gunther pointing at the right. WrestleMania sign. I thought if about Gunther that too, was like, gonna win. Yeah. yeah. If Gunther was gonna win, it goes on first. And Bailey goes on last. The night does not end with Gunther pointing at the WrestleMania sign. Right. So so at that point, it really did become about punk and and Cody Rhodes to me. Uh, but Gunther, Gunther did, did a great job and Braun Breaker. Like if you want to say that Chelsea Green, Nia Jax, for those who didn't win the women's match or big stars, what are we doing with Braun Breaker? Not in the main roster at this point. He was, well, he is, he said afterwards, um, this is my home now. He's on the main roster. And the other rumors that have been going around is that Braun's spot, including getting eliminated by Dominic was the story for Brock. That it was that? gonna be Brock, it was gonna be Brock and Dom. You buy that? I don't know. We'll see if it's if it's gonna be Braun and Dom now. Braun breaking yeah, and Dominic. Did, yeah, but didn't you think that McAfee that, that McAfee was it was McAfee and Brock? Well, I think it's possible that Braun was gonna be in either way. And that they gave I would him think so too. It, but that they gave him Brock's story, and that the McAfee spot was just to fill that spot with something. Yeah. Maybe I, the, multi, I mean, everyone, this is what's been coming out as like the reports is that McAfee's spot was Brock's spot in the Rumble, but the stuff they did with Braun and Dom was supposedly what they were going to do with Brock. Which Can I don't I know you? if I buy that either because we always thought it was going to be Brock and Gunther. Right. Can I but tell you? Been, but, but sorry, it could have been that Brock and Gunther had, uh, you know, an interaction and that Brock and Dom were going to fight at Chamber. And then it could have always still been Brock and Gunther at Mania. That would have been crazy. Brock and Dom would be awesome if Brock wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it'd be fun. Uh, I, uh, when Omos got eliminated, and I told you, we're right up on the rail where the wrestlers are leaving. It doesn't even make sense how big he is. He was right next to me. <laughs> it's so it's It crazy. doesn't make sense how big he is. And, and there was, I took a picture at one point when he was face-to-face with Braun Breaker in the ring. He's like, three feet taller than Braun Breaker. It yeah. it doesn't make sense how big he is. It's Crazy. really weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really it's, weird. it's it's jarring. I mean I I'll put it this way. I mean I, I worked in the NBA and I was around, you know, like when I was in Memphis, we drafted Hashim the beat, if you remember him. He was like seven mm-hmm. four. I mean there I've been around some of these guys. It is jarring to see a human like that tall in person. It's crazy. Like I mean, I remember the first time I saw Shaq in person. I was like, there can't be a human bigger than this guy. <laughs> it's like there just can't. Um, right. But yeah. And we get to the best spot of the night, which was our truth. Like, how was he? We knew he was coming out 24. How is he going to top what just happened? And him wanting the hot tag from his Judgment Day pal, Dominic Mysterio, was so good. Dominic doesn't want to do it. But then he's like, I got to get out of here because Gunther was choking him out, right? And and then he makes the hot tag to R-Truth. That shit was funny. I'm looking forward to the interaction tonight because Damian Priest 
is now done with our truth. Like he entered the ring, threw him right out. So we yeah, got to get well, to that tonight, right? Yeah, well, I think, and also you saw Miz and our truth did the awesome truth thing in the middle of the yeah. Rumble. We're getting what I we're getting awesome truth first Finn and and Damian at at Mania. At Mania, now, I think that's in I think two that's I think that's Mania. I think it's think happening it's soon. No, I, I think I think our truth still plays out the delusional. I'm still part of it. I, it was an accident. Blah okay. blah blah. And we over the next couple of months, Miz finally convinces him, like, dude, it, it, no, it's me. It's it's us, and we go after them. I mean, okay. tonight, Finn, Finn, and uh, Damian are defending against DIY. Yeah, which I DIY winning the titles wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world, but I think this is too perfect. Our our truth, uh, awesome truth, versus winning the titles at Mania over Finn. I think our and, truth. And it feels like our truth is in line for a, a really big WrestleMania moment. Right, and I think it feels like. Miz and Miz is going to be part of WrestleMania. So I think the two of them revisiting that and winning the tag titles, that's a big moment. It's a cool uh, moment, man. Punk comes in at 27. Crowds loving it. He's giving high knees to everyone all over the ring. And, and eventually we get to the final four. Punk, Cody, Drew McIntyre, Gunther. That's a great final four. Any of them can win. You got stories with all four of them. And I think was Drew the first one that was eliminated of that group? Mm -hmm. And he shook, you know. uh, By Punk. What's that? By by Punk. Punk, That's right. right. That's right. Uh, And then Gunther gets – how did Gunther get eliminated again? Trying to remember. Trying to remember. I think Cody eliminated him. Uh, Cody did eliminate him. I'm looking at it here. Cody did eliminate him. I'm just trying to remember how it went down. But anyway – then we get essentially a match between Punk and Cody Rhodes. Awesome. I mean, they fought for it a was, good six, seven, eight minutes. It was really like, good. Yeah, we got a match. It was really good. Unfortunately, Punk got hurt. We already addressed that. If you're just but he was now. already hurt, by the way. He oh yeah. They, from what everyone's saying, it was when he got the future shock DDT by yeah. Drew is when he hurt himself. Apparently, there was one point where he rolled under the bottom rope and said to the referee, "My triceps, I'm hurt." There's fan video of him talking to Jessica Carr. Yeah. Like, so, like basically like pointing it out. Uh, Punk looks like Punk delivers the pedigree to Cody Rhodes, which I thought was really cool. And, yeah. and you know, and then and looked over and was like, I can't believe I just did that. He said to the he looked over at the commentary. He's like, I can't believe I just did that. Really cool. And then Cody catches him with the, the go to sleep. And, and well, he said, well, Punk said, I didn't come here to lose to Dusty's son. I didn't come he said back that afterward. Right. No, no, he said it. After he did the either when he did the oh pedigree, in the match he said that he said it in the match he said I didn't come back to lose to Dusty Sun wow. and a lot of people online are saying like oh that was the moment I knew Punk was gonna lose which is fair I guess but like he said that and then that's sort of like Cody like hulked up in that moment I think and tossed him I loved it crowd went crazy and I especially love that Cody then he's pointing at Roman in the suite I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. And I, I thought it was it was a great, great way. When the cameras went out, Cody was on the mic. Like that that wasn't on the paper on the pay-per-view, right? Cody did pick up the mic and address the crowd. Was that, that on the broadcast? No. Yeah, that was no. not on the broadcast. So Cody addressed the crowd afterward. Couldn't get it done last year, but we're getting it done this year. We're going to WrestleMania. I love you guys. All of that, you know, yada yada. And everyone went home happy. Really fun night, man. I loved it. I had a great. Yep. The women's was far superior to the men's, but 
I, I had a great time. I loved it. You know, just right when you think they're going one direction, which was not Cody and Roman, here we are, man. We're getting it. They're doing it. And it's what and the funny thing about all these people that are like somewhat disappointed or whatever, all the internet fans, all the Twitter people, this is all they've wanted. They wanted Cody to win the title from Roman, finish the story. That's what everyone's been calling for. Everyone's still pissed that he didn't win it last year. So what are you mad about? It was a great, great match. Great night. Won it, you know, it was a great night. And, and by the look, way, and, can I also say Sami Zayn, perfect for 30 if it wasn't going to be The Rock? Because you knew people were hoping The Rock would come out or whatever. Yeah, no one's going to boost Sami Zayn. But Sami Zayn returning at 30 and then going right after Drew was a good spot. I mean, that that that's a good story. So that was, yeah, that was yeah, good. we're, we're going to get that as a program. It looks like, uh, oh, can I right point now. out the, 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 the potential, like other option other than Gunther for Seth would be like a triple threat, Drew, Sammy and Seth Rollins. And then try Sammy, to set like Sammy wins and Sammy wins. Maybe. Yeah. But I would like, like, I, I don't, I love Gunther. Seth is great, but also like. Gunther Chad Gable would be great. Gunther Pete Dunn would be great. Like there are options for Gunther. How does Pete Dunn not make it in the Rumble? We gotta have Omos. Pete Dunn can't get a spot in the Rumble. Uh, you, we haven't yes, seen Omos have, in but years. You, but you have to have Omos in the Rumble. You gotta have a giant. It has to be a giant in the Rumble. Gotta have the giant. You gotta have the yeah. giant. I mean, look, Giovanni. Even he said, "Give Omos, give Omos his props. Maybe Triple H will know what to do with him." Um, maybe I don't know. Can I? I will say this. There's a reason why Cody Rhodes is going to win the title. There's a reason why Cody Rhodes is going to be the face of WWE. Besides from the fact that he's incredible. He, the way he answered the Vince McMahon question in the press conference yeah, th- this last is, night this is, or yeah, two nights ago right. yeah. is the reason why he is the guy. And also everything he's a tremendous he said. tremendous representative of the company. Tremendous. Everything he said, everything he said, the stuff about Dusty was hit, you know, it was, you know, it, it, incredible. The stuff about... I'm the guy. Like, I don't talk like this often, but listen, I'm the guy. And then the way he handled the, especially given the way Triple H handled the Vince questions, which was brutal, I thought. You know, uh, you know, Triple H is not the head of the company, you know? Here's the thing. He can't say much in that spot because, depending on how deep this goes, maybe he gets named. But, so he can't say anything from he's a... He's also not the head of the company. He, he's the face of the... Come on. He's the guy in the press conference. He's the he's the chief whatever officer. He's the face of the company. He's going to get those questions. But oh, no, I know have... he's going to get them, but to expect him to answer them, I don't think but, I don't but, I, I think that's it, not a very realistic expectation. If Nick Khan I... was sitting there, different story if Nick Khan is sitting there. Triple H is I... on the company. He's yeah, not even on the board. Yeah, but still, I mean, he's the guy. He is He's involved in everything that happens in that company. I mean, I mean, it'd be like it'd be like if there's a scandal but, but, with Mickey Harrison, Eric Spolstra has to answer those questions. But here's what I'll happen. say: it's not even about the fact that he said like I'm going to focus on other things. It's the fact that three separate times Triple H said we had a great week this week. Like, well, they did, <laughs> but but they didn't, man. I don't they care. They signed about a five the billion dollar deal with Netflix. Like, they that's did. great. Okay, yeah, but you know what? He's not the head of the company. So did he have a great deal week or did Nick Khan have a great week? I mean, oh, I think he's a you can't, it can't go, it can't go both ways. Shareholder. Like, like how it's pretty tone deaf to be like, you know, the guy, the guy who's, who used oh, but to he sell- didn't say it's not a big deal. <laughs> I mean, you know, but he multiple times said we had a great week this week. 
Like, but you didn't. I mean, as great as the Netflix thing is, this what happened this week puts all of that in jeopardy. Well, but also you got to remember, like, it, it was there was a cloud on them this week because we just found out about it. They've probably known for a long time that this. According was to Triple H in the press conference, he found out in real time, just like all of us. That's what he said. So if that's true, then he just lied to all of us. Which, hey, well, maybe he did. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, the, I know the a lot non-answer of the wrestling media was upset about it. I, it, I wasn't. It I'll tell you, this. I was not upset about him being like, I'm not going to answer because there's a legal component to it too. Like yep. he can only say so much. But the doubling down on how great the week was, it's just like, all right, you know what, guys, I can't comment on it right now. Let's talk about some, you know, let's talk about tonight. You know, let's talk about how great this show was. But to keep doubling down on we've had a great week. We've had a great week. It's just like, uh, come on. Like that coming off the heels of Cody answering it so like perfectly for to be caught off guard like that, because I can tell you this, Cody didn't know that shit was coming. Cody didn't know about this lawsuit. There's no way Cody knew that. Like the wrestlers probably had no idea. Triple H right. probably had an idea, but right. Cody, but again, back to the point, perfect example of why Cody's just like, yep. he's like, the, he's if you're going to take it off Roman, representative. if you're going to take it off Roman, he's, he is the guy. He is the guy. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I love this point from Geo, by the way, heart of AEW. And it shows why he was the face of the company. And also maybe shows why not quite the same since he left that company. Over yeah, there. maybe. So, yeah. Can I tell you what else I was holding out hope for before we finish? I was MJF. No, it never even occurred to me. I didn't think about it once. The whole time I made up this, this scenario in my head where Cody and CM Punk are the last two, but number 30 hasn't come out. It's them two, and then MJF comes out. The music hits. Dun-na-na. I mean, like, like, do you want AEW to die? Dun-na-na. Like AEW would die. I know. I don't want AEW to die. I don't, I don't want, want AEW to die. I know, but would have been, I mean, one of the greatest. Yeah, it'd been awesome, but it never occurred to me. I didn't think about it once the entire night. Never occurred to me. Yeah. It was oh, a great you know, night. You know what I was thinking uh, on the TNA thing, too? I think, wouldn't it be cool? Like, there's been all these rumors about what's going to happen with Drew McIntyre. Because right. contract and this and that, is he happy with his situation? Wouldn't it be cool, like Drew versus Dolph for the TNA title in TNA? In TNA, in TNA, like Dolph's in TNA. Drew, like when he left, TNA also. when Drew left WWE, he went to TNA, and that's how he rebuilt himself partially. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it could even be storyline. It could be like Drew, Drew could actually resign with WWE, but then storyline. Storyline, he leaves WWE and goes and wins the TNA title uh-huh. from Dolph because they have a history. Remember when Drew came back, he was yeah. with Dolph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. He brought him into the main roster. Absolutely. Right. Uh, cool. Good stuff, man. It was it was such a fun night. It was my favorite all-time moment I've ever been at was Bailey winning. It was the most fun I've ever had at a WWE show. Tropicana Field is a dump. I mean, let no one tell you otherwise. I don't know that anyone would absolute dump and it, overall it was, it, it was a great night i had so much fun i can't wait for the next big show to go to i can't wait man. uh great job joey today's show brought to you in part by bet online and joey why don't you tell all your fans that you'll talk to them again this weekend go ahead talk to you guys this weekend enjoy we've got raw in 10 minutes 
go. Yeah. Let's go. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Have a great week. All right, guys. We love pro wrestling. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment. You do all that good stuff. Tell your friends. Tell your mother I say hello. We'll talk to you on the next edition of It's Still Real to Me. See ya.